Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1125, Thoughts About Career Paths and Taking Risks, by Kevin of financialpanther.com. And I'm your narrator, Dan, and I'm here with you every single day reading from some of these great blogs that cover business and entrepreneurship and lots of related topics. So let's get right to it now as we hear from Kevin and optimize your life. Thoughts about career paths and taking risks by Kevin of financialpanther.com. For pretty much all of my life, I was taught the same basic script. Study hard in school, get good grades, and get a good job. It's something that pretty much all of us were taught to do from a young age. There's nothing wrong with this script, and indeed, it's the same advice I'll likely give to my own kids one day. We obviously need good jobs if we want to make significant financial progress, and these good jobs typically come from having a good education. Even if that wasn't the case, I'd still be pushing hard for more education, as I think education is beneficial beyond just the monetary benefits it can provide. But what I've started to think about as I've gotten older is why we pressure ourselves to get all of this done as soon as possible. When we're kids, it often seems like we're told that we can do anything we want. But once we head off into the real world, things change, and we're told that we need to be practical and get our together. And importantly, we need to get our together sooner rather than later. The whole pressure to get all of our ducks in a row as soon as possible leads to an interesting approach to life. We're taught to think about our jobs and careers conservatively, playing it safe at times when we can and probably should be thinking much more aggressively. It's like we forget just how long our lives are and how much time we have to ride the ups and downs of life. Thinking about asset allocation and risk. I quit my job a few months ago, and since then I've had a lot of time to think about jobs and careers and how we end up where we are. What I've been thinking about lately is why the advice we give to young people about investing isn't applied in the same way to our jobs and careers. Here's what I mean. Most financial experts will tell you that a young investor should invest heavily in equities. In other words, with a more aggressive asset allocation compared to an older investor. This advice makes sense because of how much time young investors have to ride the ups and downs of the market. When you're young, you have the benefit of time, decades and decades of time, such that any market loss really doesn't matter. When it comes to jobs and careers, though, the general mindset seems to be completely different. Rather than encouraging people to be aggressive, most people will seemingly tell you to do the opposite. Play it safe. Find a good job in a steady field, and for lack of a better word, hold on for dear life. It's this general mindset that led me to law school in the first place. I was 22 years old, 
a new graduate with basically no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Even though I had decades of life left to live, I kept telling myself that I needed to get things done now because if I didn't, I'd end up being a bum with no future. Law school provided me with a seemingly safe career path, something that I could start now and do for the next three or four decades of my life. In retrospect, I probably should have recognized just how young I was, slowed things down a bit, and maybe taken some chances, or at least given myself the time to really analyze and look at the choices in front of me, rather than just jumping into what I thought was the safe thing to do. I definitely wasn't running out of time, not as a 20-something anyway. But my whole life had taught me that I needed to play it safe. Even as I struggled through five years as a practicing attorney, I kept telling myself that I just needed to stick it out. Being a lawyer was a responsible and safe thing for me to do. Hold on for dear life. That's what I was doing. Why don't we apply this same risk framework to jobs and careers? So why are we taught to be conservative when it comes to jobs and careers, even though we're told to be aggressive in other areas of life? I have a few ideas. One, we think in worst-case scenarios. You can go 100% in equities because, assuming you're investing correctly, you're likely never going to lose it all. When it comes to work and careers, however, we tend to think in worst-case scenarios. We seem to think that one wrong turn will end our lives. The truth is, the worst-case scenario probably isn't going to happen to most of us. When I made my decision to quit my job and go all in on my blog, my big fear was that this whole thing was going to fail and I'd end up homeless and destitute. But realistically, would that really happen? Most likely not. And realistically, the worst-case scenario would probably be that I just have to go back and get a job. Work and life are so much more complicated than the worst-case scenarios we can imagine. Even a totally failed decision probably isn't going to be the end of your life. The world is just too big for that to happen. And if a decision somehow does ruin you, the beauty is you've still got time on your hands to get yourself back on your feet. Two, we don't think we can make it doing something else. I think as the world gets more specialized, a lot of us will start to suffer identity crises. We make decisions when we're teenagers, then tie ourselves to those decisions for the rest of our lives. I made the decision to be a lawyer when I was 22 years old, based on nothing really other than that I was good at taking standardized tests and I didn't take any science classes so I couldn't apply to medical school. This single decision made me think that being a lawyer was something I was supposed to do for the rest of my life. That's kind of crazy when you think about it. Most of us probably have the skills to do different things. We just need to get over that initial hump of thinking we can't do it and that we're tied to the thing we picked out years ago. And three, we worry about what others think. This is something I'm very guilty of. My whole life, I've done things really not for me, but for other people. Even now, I struggle with this. It's hard to go from saying I was a lawyer to saying I'm, I don't even know what I am now. Living our lives based on what others think probably isn't the best way to live life. If you're going to do anything outside of the norm, whether that's chasing financial independence or chasing something else, you're going to get criticized for it too. Don't be afraid to take risks early on. I'm 32 years old, and even at this age, I still feel super young. In the grand scheme of things, I'm still a baby, with decades of life left to continue working and get myself back on track if this whole quarter-life crisis thing doesn't work out. Of course, comparing the way we approach investing when we're young and the way we approach our jobs and careers isn't exactly an apples-to-apples -apples comparison. We obviously all need money now in order to live, whereas the money we invest isn't necessarily money we need. 
At the same time, though, I think there's something we can think about here. Life is long, and most of us, even those of us chasing financial independence, will still have a long time to work. On the investing front, we take on more risk because we have the benefit of time on our side. That same fact applies to jobs and careers. Many of us have time on our side. We just need to remember that when we think about the risks we want to take. You just listened to the post titled Thoughts About Career Paths and Taking Risks by Kevin of FinancialPanther.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And thank you to Kevin. He is an attorney and also the blogger behind Financial Panther, a blog about personal finance, travel hacking, and side hustling using the gig economy. Kevin paid off $87,000 worth of student loans in just two and a half years by choosing not to live like a big shot lawyer. He's passionate about earning money using the gig economy, and you can see all the ways he makes extra income every month in his side hustle reports. So check out more of his great content at financialpanther.com. But that does it for today here on Optimal Work Daily. I thank you for being here with me and for subscribing. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where I'll have a post from Dr. Jenny Brockus and where your optimal life awaits.